one. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Mel K Show. Uh, the crazy stuff going on in the financial markets all over the place. We know that uh, Janet Yellen is talking about uh, the end of the month, that uh, if we don't raise our debt ceiling, that uh, uh, yet again, the government won't have enough money to pay their bills and we'll have to shut down. We don't know if that's going to happen. The Democrats are in charge. So unfortunately, uh, we have no idea because they can do anything they want, apparently, at least right now. So um, I wanted to have Andrew, my expert in uh, gold and precious metals back, because a lot of people have been sending me emails asking what I think is going to happen in the markets and what is going to happen with the Fed and all of that. And I, I rather Andrew, who actually is an expert, uh, talk about this stuff and talk a little bit about gold. And um, as it's been reported, uh, it appears that a lot of pension funds and other funds are in danger uh, now, as, as Andrew and I have been talking about for months, it's actually coming into the mainstream media. So thanks for coming back, Andrew. I keep calling you and being like, can you come back on the show? I don't know what to tell people. So let's hear it. Where are we? Well, thanks for having me back, Mel. I really appreciate it. It's um, always fun. Yeah, I just I don't want to give information. And it's like I luckily have an expert I trust. So I'm really grateful. Well, it's a, we're, we're seeing a lot of fear in the marketplace. We really are. People yeah. are, are calling up and they're saying, okay, I, I've put this off too long. What are the next steps? How do I get involved in precious metals? How can I protect what I have? We have um, people rolling over their entire, in some cases, their entire uh, retirement account. Right. We have um, them going in pretty big, exiting the, uh, the stock market um, in, in a big way. Right. And it coincides with a, a time when the stock market historically will have a drop anyway. Um, most of the crashes that we've seen in the stock market seem to occur in October. Right. So, so now is the time to get your house in order. Yeah. And, uh, you know, more and more talk about uh, the Fed is having some big meeting and they're going to uh, pull back stimulus funds and they're going to be manipulating everything as usual. But what we're also hearing is that the dollar is losing value and um, people that aren't paying attention to geopolitics might not realize that the, um, the countries that are not behind the Great Reset and don't want anything to do with the central bank are really not only going big on gold, but they are trying to really divest of the US dollar, which is uh, somewhat terrifying. And how, um, how do you see that in terms of you know, going forward? Because if the dollar's worthless um, other than here, and inflation's coming, and everyone's talking about the prices of everything, and then we have the Evergrande thing in um, in China. A lot of people just started paying attention to. We talked about it our last show. Um, where are we in terms of the international uh, gold market? Well, it seems that a lot of the uh, international banks are really beefing up their gold supply. They're, they're they've been trying to do it as quietly as possible. And um, recently we've actually seen the spot price of gold soften a little bit. And you'd even sent me an article right. about uh, one of the BlackRock managers talking about um, how they've been uh, scaling down their gold holdings. And, um, and we talked about this a little bit before the show and just kind of came to the obvious conclusion that the banks want for the big banks and for sure BlackRock want us or the investors to believe that gold is soft. They want us to exit our gold positions so that they could actually take the other side of those positions. Right. And, uh, right. And yeah. uh, it, they're using it for portfolio insurance. They know something's coming. 
the, they're right on the pulse of the banking industry. And, and uh, for us, we, we feel we have feelings and ideas and, and we research, but they really know it's their business to know. So right. I think it makes sense to follow what they're doing and uh, not what they're saying, but what they're doing. Right. And um, what is going on with silver? Because the silver's kind of been all over the place, but I saw some, um, some news about silver this week. And as we've talked about before, JP Morgan kind of uh, hoarded uh, a big chunk of the silver market. And uh, I haven't heard much in terms of silver, but I do see it popping into the news here and there very a little, but something must be happening with silver. Yeah, right now we have people looking for silver more now than ever because uh, silver's gone from about 27 to $28 an ounce right. down to $22 and change. So it's a, just an absolute bargain right now. Right. And, uh, and really, we almost never talk about the actual spot price because uh, we, we know that silver is manipulated. It's, right. um, it's so heavily manipulated, like you just said, by the big banks, by JP Morgan, who has more than 600 million physical ounces of silver. Oh and, and many people that do invest in silver and in gold are, buying, are investing in the paper assets. They're doing ETFs. And uh, those are exchange-traded funds that are traded like a stock on the stock market that are supposed to be backed by physical gold and silver, but they're not. They're oversold. In, in some cases, many times over per ounce. So wow. that would be, the equivalent would be if you're a realtor and you could just sell the same house to 10 different people, <laughs> nobody moves into it. And you're like, great, I just made uh, the commission 10 times. Right, right. And, Which is, it looks like that's what's happening as we're watching, uh, you know, people default on their mortgages and also BlackRock and, and Vanguard, the two people that own everything, uh, are buying up single family homes all over the country uh, at top dollar. And there's a reason for that. I mean, it, it is also with the Great Reset, you'll own nothing and be happy, uh, which isn't going to happen. But it is it is alarming um, that that is going on as well. Um, now, as for um, the uh, the talk that uh, there may be a crash of some sort, if something like that happens um, and, and people are warning, I've seen a couple different um, really reputable uh, financial sites talking about the possibility not only of inflation, but also of supply chain um, slowdown and all of this. So that is um, very scary for people that aren't invested in the market too, uh, the inflation situation. So um, how can gold play a, uh, a safe, safe bet in times of tremendous inflation? Gold is the number one hedge for, uh, against inflation, and it always has been. So I, I actually researched this a little bit today. And, and um, as far as inflation goes, the, the biggest driving forces right now are commodity prices and actual shipping costs. Right. So I was just thinking that like, since the majority of the, of the, um, of commodities, you know, they're brought on by truck or boat. And if we're talking about shipping costs to me, that encompasses every other industry that exists. So that means everything is costing more. Just this last weekend, I was at a restaurant watching a football game, watched an entire football game there for like three hours. And when I got the bill, I saw something that I always talk about, but I can never specifically say what I saw. So when the bill came, it showed a 20% gratuity already in there and then a 5% service charge. And yeah, and I've seen these service charges, three to 5%. They, they're a different name at each place, but this right. one just said service charge. And this is a pretty good size bill. And uh, that's just one way that 
people are are or that we're becoming accustomed to uh, to a, a paying for things and receiving our dollars buying less than what it normally does. Right. And by definition, that's what inflation is. Yeah. And it's happening fast. Also, our supply chain is all backed up. Apparently at Long Beach port and a couple of their ports, they're, they're backed up for like two weeks. They, 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 there's something, I mean, I, I, in my opinion, this is all manipulation. Um, uh, the central bank, Bank of International Settlements, which actually owns the Fed, that they, um, they are really, really set on this great reset. And a lot of people are saying that the real reason behind that is that they are losing power. They are losing money. Uh, I'm hearing that the EU is basically broke. And now we have the energy costs skyrocketing worse in Europe than even here. And um, so all of that has to make a difference in terms of um, the financial, um, the need to protect yourself financially now more than ever. Um, as for the gold price, uh, it went down a little, but I think it bounced back today. doesn't make much sense, but also it looks like the same thing is happening with Bitcoin. Exactly. It's um, Bitcoin actually right now, I was looking at the price right before coming on, it, it dipped below 40,000 and now it's about 41,500. Right. And um, I'm not, Bitcoin or any of the cryptocurrencies are not things that I'm really encouraging people to go out and invest in, but it just proves that there is a need to own assets that are outside of, of the banking system. Mm -hmm. And the banking system in the meantime is trying to get their claws into the, the cryptocurrency market and they've done so quite, quite well. Right. So that and now, right. And now we see this. So I, I'm, I don't know if you saw this, but it's really terrifying. Um, so under Biden, well, we saw right in the beginning hiring 80,000 new IRS agents when the, I, I've been over a million times. The Federal Reserve is a private bank owned by a foreign entity. At the same time, the IRS is really owned by the same entity and works for the and pays our money to the Fed, which isn't the Treasury. But now we have a situation where um, the IRS, uh, the Democrats with this ridiculous $3.5 trillion bill they want to pass, which is really just socialism, you know, 101. But um, now the IRS is saying that they're going to pass something where they can look into every single person's bank account and track any transaction over $600. I, I can't even imagine that we're in America and the IRS would be given that kind of power, but uh, they are putting that in their crazy bill that I hope doesn't pass, but it might. And, and, and it's not the first time when Obama took office and, uh, and they passed the, um, the Dodd-Frank Act. It was originally in that where any transaction anywhere in the United States, $600 or more, would generate a 1099, like anything. Like you could you could walk to your neighbor's yard sale and see a stack of old comic books and say, hey, I think those are worth more. Give them 600 bucks and theoretically, they're supposed to report it and, and issue a 1099. And it got kicked out of that. It got kicked out of that after being approved. And um, you know how th those things work. A, an unpopular bill will be introduced and then implemented, kicked out, shot down a couple of times, and then eventually it becomes the norm. Right. And that would just be, uh, that would be just an absolute nightmare. People, companies would have to hire like a, an entire department to handle that. Imagine Walmart for like products over $600. Right. So. But also, like you just said, the, just the average Joe uh, first of all, it's completely a, a lack of privacy that uh, if the IRS can actually get into your bank account, 
and monitor you because that's kind of what the, it sounds like if you read what they wrote is the IRS would kind of be like your your private banking police and uh, it looks like the big banks at least the central banks are in on it I'm hearing a lot of talk of pulling out of these um, modern the, the, the traditional banks and and going to smaller smaller banks or to even um, credit unions or any of that because this is not un, like you said it's not unprecedented but uh, they seem uh, this this regime seems hell bent on um, full control over all of our every everything in our lives, especially how we use our money. And and they're also talking about this um, carbon tax and and checking your carbon footprint, like two steps away from uh, China's um, social credit score. Um, so what 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 do you think of that? That that you know the people that aren't invested but just have a traditional bank account really uh, need to open their eyes. Because you mentioned once what happened in Greece, and I don't think it's it's that impossible to think it could happen here. Oh, it absolutely could, and that's that's the thing is we just figure oh you know the, that's a type of thing that happens somewhere else, but some some pretty atrocious things have happened in the United States over the years, and it's um it, this is one of them. It's it's a there if we allow that to happen, it would just be absolutely terrible. We have to def fight back, and we have to prepare ourselves just in case that does happen. And um, by being able to invest in gold and silver is a, is a freedom that uh, that we shouldn't take for granted. And right. and people need to own physical silver. You have to. Right. See, because I, I the way I'm watching this happen and go down, what, what I'm seeing is I don't think it's so far fetched that this uh, rogue regime we have in there uh, will be, um, you know, doing doing things that are pretty nefarious and intrusive to uh, our freedom and all of our, our rights as private citizens. And um, there was a time, what, what did happen in Greece? Because I've seen a couple mentions of it, but something mm -hmm. happened that people went to their bank accounts and couldn't get out money. And, and it just seems that, you know, I'm not sure how that transpired. I think you know, but it's, it's likely that this, this group, also, I believe that DC is pretty much broke. So everything that they're talking about is kind of fraudulent as it is. But um, can you explain what happened in Greece? Yeah, roughly 10 years ago, Greece was at the, the country of Greece was at the brink of bankruptcy. Right. And uh, they were just scrambling to try to, to find some way to be able to survive. And they did something called a bail-in. That was at the same time that we, we had just gotten over bailouts here, where like the government bailed out, uh, um, what was it? Um, the, GM, uh, the, right? Yeah, GM, B of A, and whatever. Too big they, to fail. Yes, too big to fail. And so Greece did what they call, um, the, it was a bail-in. And a bail-in is when they could actually um, reach into your savings account and take a certain amount out as like a, a tax to be able to help bring the country out of, of bankruptcy. So people got scared and they said, oh no, they're not getting mine. So they went to the ATMs just in droves, just right. ATMs long lines just like uh, just like the gas lines back in you know during the um, oil crisis back in the early 80s yep. it was lines around the block and then before people would get to the front of the line they would find out that the atms are out of cash so then they have to scramble and try to get to another atm and those were all out of cash and and people couldn't get into the banks to get what they wanted and and that actually not the bail-in part but during the financial crisis here people got scared um, a few years before that where we were going to the banks and taking out cash. It actually happened here to right. some degree. Yeah. And it's, um, 
it, we don't want to wait until it gets to that point. Or if it does get to that point, you don't want to have to go to the bank and try to get your cash out. You want to have another form of currency, gold or silver at home or your office where you can get to it. Right. And in the 2008 crash, I kind of recall that um, people, uh, you know, the FDIC says that they uh, back your money in the bank and stuff, but that was kind of suspended because people lost huge amounts of money one day. They just, it was gone and there was nothing they can do, especially when Lehman and all that uh, imploded. And, you know, we have a false sense of security with that FDIC insured and all of that, but that was suspended at that time and it could happen again. I mean, they're doing whatever they want, it seems. Exactly, exactly. They actually now have us listed as creditors instead of depositors. So so in a bankruptcy, they could uh, they could take as uh, they could just file for bankruptcy and it's just gone. Right. Or you get pennies on the dollar. It's, it's happened before with some of the big firms like uh, there was um, MF Global, which was a, a commodities trading firm that they, they went under and depositors lost most of what they had. Yeah, I remember that, that guy in Jersey yeah. was involved with that. I remember when that yeah, happened. Yeah, he was, he was like the CEO or something. <laughs> it right. just disappeared. It's not a so. conflict of interest of any, any kind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the scariest part is that we have a very unstable group of people right now supposedly running the country, but it really does appear that it is not them, that it is a globalist uh, group that's running our country right now, which is terrifying. Now, the other thing I saw is um, the petrodollar, which used to be in, uh, in U.S. dollars, is uh, bailing on the U.S. dollar. And uh, it looks like, well, we don't know what's going to happen with this Evergrande. It's going to be a big issue, I guess, in China. But the Chinese government owns everything at the end of the day. People don't really seem to understand that the CCP owns everything, including the banks, just like Iran. But um, now, as far as oil when, when if, if that happens and the U.S. dollar is no longer involved in the oil trade, I would assume that um, we have even more of a, a chance of, uh, of the U.S. dollar being worthless or very, at least in foreign countries. Exactly. And I've been hearing a lot of people that call in from right. your show actually talk about that. And, uh, and they're asking, well, how will I know exactly what my silver is worth in order to be able to barter with? Like if the dollar really is becoming that, that close to becoming worthless or losing that much value that quickly, um, how exactly will I be able to use gold and silver as currency? And I've just given examples that there are some people that, that are clients of mine and have been for more than 10 years that actually do pay for goods and services with gold and silver just to prove that it can be done. Right. And, There's uh, no reason it can't. There's no regulation yeah. on that. Absolutely. None, none whatsoever. And I'm just a, a big fan of, of that possibility and just being, being ready. And people do need to call and say that they, uh, that they want to protect themselves with gold and silver and right. that they heard about it on your show. Yeah, that's so great. Well, also on, on the MelkeShow.com, we have a whole form for you that people can submit. And on the partners page, um, if, if they have uh, uh, anything that they want to talk to you about or get involved or get invested, they can go there as well. And now what is happening in your, um, in your offices? What, what, what are clients asking? What's coming in? What, what, what is the main, because uh, you have a lot of clients for many, many years, but you have some new ones. What, what are you hearing on, on the ground in, um, in your business? 
Well, we have a lot of new clients, especially people that are listeners of your show that are uh, rolling over large, uh, large uh, retirement accounts into precious metals IRAs. One of the ones that we're working on now is for like 1.4 million. Wow. And uh, we have a lot of people that are just uh, protecting what they can, you know, right. 10, 20, 30,000. Um, you can roll over a 401k, a 403b into a precious metals IRA. Um, the fees are minimal. You can uh, call us and uh, schedule a consultation. We'll talk to you about, about how that works. Um, right. People are calling in really and just investing whatever they can. They're selling stocks to do this. They're uh, taking cash out from under the mattress and sock drawers and they're right. uh, depositing it into the bank and then, and yeah. then investing into gold and silver with us. Yeah, and I think that's a great, great thought about um, how, to, how to use gold and silver in real life because people don't realize that A, they can do that and B, if we start thinking that way, then um, big purchases like cars or whatever, it seems to me that's a lot uh, safer than, than most things. Now, Rob, uh, Rob really is here. Rob, do you have any uh, questions or, or comments on this? Because I just, I just am very, I did a show with, um, with Charlie Ward and Simon Parks, and we were talking about that uh, a lot of what we're hearing seems to be the banks um, putting out signals that to kind of sway people from paying attention to what's really going on. And um, I do not put it beyond uh, these people to pull some kind of false flag upcoming, some kind of financial like craziness that might not be, you know, uh, that might be actually manipulated and caused to uh, put us into panic mode. And I, I'm, I'm sure now, and I, I've learned so much from you that um, they can't touch gold and silver when it comes to that kind of manipulation. Um, Rob, do you, uh, what are your thoughts? Well, I would, hi, Andrew, how are you? Hey, Rob. <laughs> Uh, hi. Um, you know, one of the things you were talking about when we were talking about that $600, uh, you know, look into every transaction. Actually, it's funny. My son, who's 17 years old, he heard about it because he does, you know, little things on the computer here and there. And somehow he knew about it like the next day. I don't know how that happened because he doesn't pay attention to anything that's not on a game. But but that's a big deal. The other thing is that that as it relates to, I know, precious metals, there are ways to get outside the system um, using the, the collectible elements. So that's really important. I also know there's a lot of, you know, the baby boomer transition and wealth tax, uh, you know, inheritance. Um, that's another thing that, that I've thought about a little bit is that, you know, uh, accumulating um, uh, coins as a form of, uh, you know, potential inheritance to the extent that that people have the resources and are, are, are doing some estate planning. So there's a lot of things that I think, uh, you know, I've talked to some tech experts and, you know, they're looking for ways around the Federal Reserve uh, money center bank system. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, um... Yeah. And I just was going to say, like, so maybe help people understand how these tools work and and how, how it helps. Yeah, I'll tell you in the form of a, of a, a true story that happened with a client of ours. Um, one client from Texas did a $10 million deal with us and wanted all silver. And uh, we talked about it for a couple of weeks before we actually met and in person and, and uh, shortly thereafter did the deal. But I was trying to explain that they should have the private type of silver, the non-reportable type and not, not have bullion. But the prospect wanted bullion. And for people that don't know, bullion are rounds or, or bars that say exactly how much silver is inside of them. So if it says one ounce or 10 ounce or 100 ounce, that's bullion. Mm -hmm. um, something that is not bullion would be 
like um, pre-1965 dimes, quarters, half dollars, or any semi-numismatic silver coin, which is one, that, as Rob said, that has a little bit of collector value. Right. For now, right. those don't have any reporting. So those cost more ounce per ounce than bullion. So bullion oftentimes will become more attractive when you're entering the investment. But most of those people are short-sighted and they're not thinking of their exit strategy, as Rob had just said. Right. So yeah. To sort of, yeah. So to wrap up the story, they did $10 million in silver, but they said, fine, we'll do half, 5 million of it will be in bullion, 5 million will be in coins. And two years later, I get the call that I knew would come and they said, okay, it's been two years and I understand now I should have gone with all coins and not gone half bullion and half coins. So they sent back the uh, 5 million in bullion. We bought it at their current rate and then and then sold them new silver that was that was a non-reportable type. And you know, it, it, this is a very well-educated person, very wealthy, and uh, really didn't like what we were leading them toward. And, and finally settled half bullion, half coins, and then ultimately made it all coins. And right. they're glad that they did. And with gold, there's also um, there's collectible gold, which is that is that also the similar thing. It is. Um, there's a, like the pre-1933 gold, like the old $20 gold pieces. Mm -hmm. It's the gold counterpart to what I was just talking about, okay. where there would be a $20 gold piece that used to back each $20 bill that was out there. And uh, those gold pieces had about an ounce of gold in them. And they used to be worth about twice the amount of the gold content. So when gold was $400 an ounce, they were worth about $800 a coin. 400 bucks worth for its uh, collector value and the other $400 was for the gold value. Well, now you can buy those for just a little bit more than what an ounce of gold goes for and they're non-reportable. Wow, so that's great. It, it's better than getting one ounce gold bars or gold eagles. Right. Now, um, Rob brought up something that is also very scary. The estate tax and the death tax are, um, listen, they're broke and, and they're going to do anything they can and uh, it looks like that that's going to be coming back. And I, I didn't think about it. So Rob said it, but a lot of people that ha are going to leave um, money to their children and their grandchildren, uh, it looks like that the government's going to be jumping back in and taking a big chunk of that or the kids will owe it. So again, another another reason. Now, if that isn't is put in again, the, the death tax or the estate tax, um, is the is gold included in that, or is that still something that is outside of that situation? It's supposed to be included, especially mm -hmm. the bullion, because uh, most of the time th that's going to generate a 1099 when when they sell. So right. it is important that people invest in the right type of gold. And I've actually I've actually been on the receiving end of many many phone calls. I'm dozens of them from clients of ours that uh, that just bought gold diligently for years and then passed away. Their um, sons and daughters, um, the heirs, will call and they will say, um, yes, um, my, uh, my father passed away and I just wanted to call you and let you know. And, uh, and um, after giving my condolences, I, I usually um, pause for a minute. I think they're going to want to sell back some of the gold and silver. They never do. They never want to sell it back. They always want to keep it. And, uh, and as far as I know, there's no report reporting on that for the semi-numismatic coins. It can just be passed on. Wow. And uh, not sure how much longer it can be that way, but we should uh, we should be able to get what we can. Right. We can. 
Right now, what's inventory like like that? Or is that harder to get? Or is there, you know, um, or is there a situation with that, that that that's not as easy to get? That would seem harder to me. It happens often. Like right now, there's been a steep drop in the silver price. It's down about five dollars an ounce in the last month or so, maybe a little bit more than that. And uh, that's driven a lot of people back into the marketplace that are doing some bargain hunting. But okay. what most of them are finding is that uh, is that silver costs the same now as it did when it was five dollars higher because the premiums have gone higher. Oh wow! So, so when the supply drops, the premiums go a little higher. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't mean that you should wait and wait till the premiums come down because when the premiums come down, that means the spot price would have to go back up. Right. So you you're not going to get the bargain that you're looking for. What you really need to do is just look at the much bigger picture that one day silver could be worth 50 or $100 an ounce or $250 an ounce and get it now right. and, and invest in the right kind. Okay, because you know when I was looking at everything that was going on, I said to Rob, I'm like, we should have Andrew on because I'm, I'm getting a lot of emails from people that are very nervous about um, the, the stock market crashing, a false flag, this new tax, uh, IRS army that they're, that they're getting together. So um, I really appreciate you coming on, Andrew. You've been an amazing help to so many people. I get great emails um, about how, how easy it is to work with you and how fair you are and honest. And um, I think that's the most important thing, you know, as we've discussed, it's not just the gold market or the silver market. It also matters who you get it from. And you also do buy uh, gold and silver, uh, which is also something that people should know is, it, you know, it's not... It, you're, you're trying to find people the best solutions for them personally. And I really appreciate it because I know that you, you really do take the time to talk to everyone and figure out their situation and what's best for them. If you have any advice right now before we, uh, we go for anyone out there on any level in terms of the market, um, what is that? Um, I would say the biggest thing is, um, is just, just call us and talk with us because a lot of people out there are afraid to call and say that they don't know anything about investing in gold and silver. They don't want to sound like a dummy and call and say, I don't know anything. Right. But really, if, when people do contact us and say exactly that, we said, great, okay, then right. let's talk about it. So we'll just start from the bottom yeah. and work our way up to the top. And that's just pick up the phone and give us a call, text us. Um, go on the website and send an inquiry and right. we'll get with you quickly. Yeah, I'm so grateful. I've, I've honestly, I'm so uh, happy that you uh, you'll make yourself available because I do get so many positive emails about how great you are and how helpful you've been. And, and I know people call you and then they call you again and then they call you back and, and you know, you're always just so nice. It's, it's amazing. Um, can you just tell everyone again uh, where to find you and, and that phone number, because you guys actually do uh, talk to people and, and that's a big part of your business is, is coaching people and, and making them feel secure and understand it. Sure. Um, you can start with a text or a phone call if you'd like. Um, you can call at 866-346-5325. I'll repeat. It's 866-346-5325. You can go on our website and look at some of the assets that we offer. And there is a button on there that says uh, um, for new customers, you can click on there and you can put your name, phone number, email address, say that Mel K sent you and uh, put that right on the form and what it is that you're looking to do. And uh, that web address is www.bh-pm.com. Right, it's, and that's, yeah. yeah. Beverly Hills Precious Metals, bh Absolutely. 
pm.com. And then again, um, on my website under the partners, uh, I have Andrew's info there and uh, they are very responsive. He has a great team. Everyone that works for him is so nice. And I know nothing about any of this and you taught me so much. And I know that uh, a lot of my viewers that have been interacting and are doing business with you now feel the same. So um, thank you so much. And uh, I will see you again when I call you saying, can you come on and explain what's going on? Because I'd rather give out the real information from a real source who's been in the business for 30 years than anything else. Um, and I want my, uh, my viewers and my subscribers to feel um, secure and safe because these are unsafe times and the best thing you can do is to prepare. So thank you so much, Andrew. And I will see you next time I call you and, and ask you. To <laughs> thank you. The pleasure is all mine. I hope oh, to be you're the best. And uh, I will see you next time. And thank you. You have been so great to so many people, including me. And uh, it's nice to have an honest uh, broker out there that really cares about people and their future. So uh, I will see you soon. Thanks, Mel. See Take you, Bye-bye.